Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Happy day. So glad we're together. Hmm, what a blessing. Yes. So I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic this week is family healing and harmony, just in time for the holidays. <laughs> and next week, I'm going to have Cindy Renard, Gary Renard, and Cindy's mom, and her sister and brother-in-law, all practicing A Course in Miracles in their family. I've known Cindy and Gary and uh, her mother and her sister and brother-in-law for a number of years now. Uh, gosh. Anyway, we could talk about that next week. So tune in next week. I invited them especially to talk about family practice. Uh, I had them on the show Cindy and her mom and sister and brother-in-law, um, I believe it was August of 2013, and people really loved that episode of the show, and so I'm having them back for Thanksgiving week, and this time Gary's going to join them too, so I hope you'll tune in next week, and remember you can always get the downloads, you can always get the podcast, you can subscribe to the podcast and then it's automatically downloaded for you in whatever means you receive your podcast. And if you do love this broadcast, this podcast, (laughs) I invite you to please write a review at iTunes. If you listen by iTunes or whatever method that you access the show, I invite you to please leave uh, a review because uh, all the downloads are free and the more people that write reviews the more iTunes shows it to people and then they can find it and hopefully hear something that's truly helpful to them alright well let's get started here with a prayer Ah, so taking this breath of love and gratitude we place our hand on our heart And we consciously call the name of God, Beloved I Am that I Am. We invoke our elder brother Jesus and we partner up with the higher Holy Spirit Self. We declare that we are willing to be heart-centered, to open our heart and mind to the truth that sets us free. We're consciously willing to recognize that we are the kingdom of God, that it is awake and alive in our heart, in our mind. We consciously join with our brothers and sisters everywhere, recognizing the unity of all life. We open ourselves to surrender all thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation in order to be a beneficial presence in this world. Yes, we are choosing to love life free of ego attachment, starting with ourselves. Yes, so grateful and so thankful to walk this road of love and compassion together. We're grateful to forgive, to release all judgments and opinions and to live in the light of God, our true nature. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully allow our healing to be. We share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we simply allow it, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. So today, uh, this week, uh, I've been in Baja, California, Mexico, uh, the Baja Peninsula of Mexico, and uh, in Laredo, 
Bay at the Via del Palmar Resort where we're having our Living a Course in Miracles Winter Getaway Retreat the first week of March and prior to that I'm doing a four-day whale watching adventure on the other side of Baja so uh, two different uh, retreat events that you can join me on both of them and the Living a Course in Miracles Winter Getaway Retreat here at the resort which is just spectacular I've been posting photos and videos on my Facebook page you can always look for my Facebook fan page Jennifer Helen Hadley also there's the living there's the living a course of miracles group where you can post your shares and questions and ahas and then there's the Pledge to Live a Course of Miracles is there also. So um, those groups, and then there's my personal um, profile. Anyway, I've been posting uh, videos and pictures of it here in Baja. It's spectacular. We're doing a wonderful week-long retreat, similar to the one we did in Greece. The one here in Baja is also with Maria Felipe and myself, but we have Regina Dawn Akers, David Hoffmeister, and John Mundy joining us. And uh, we have a limited number of rooms, so if you're interested in joining us, please sign up early. Also, the airplanes. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a very competitive um time of year it's the high season we're coming into winter to Baja so book everything early and we can help you with that but we're planning a wonderful deeply healing nourishing restorative retreat and I'm telling you this is the place to do it it's so spectacular here I just love it here I, I'm leaving tomorrow I do not wish to leave <laughs> I really would like to stay here for a month it is heavenly. It really is paradise. I keep thinking, I'm waking up in paradise. It's wonderful. So I could go on and on about it, but I'll just say that much. And um, and I know the whale watching is going to be spectacular. The whale, whales are in Baja giving birth at that time of year. And so four days of communing with the whales is such a wonderful thing. The whales are these magnificent heart beings and whenever I'm with them I feel so inspired and, and healed yes there's a crow saying me too me too in the background um, okay so let's get to our family harmony healing oh by the way you can bring your family on this retreat there's so much to do at the resort that while you're in the healing sessions with the teachers they can have a blast glass bottom kayaking paddle boarding swimming there's I think six pools jacuzzis uh, and uh, it's all-inclusive all your food all your beverages it's just a fabulous package of course there's a spa gym hiking is fantastic I went hiking yesterday uh, today we're doing a thing with the dolphins and the sea lions never been swimming with the sea lions looking forward to doing that today so Anyway, yes, you could bring your family on the winter getaway retreat. How perfect is that? So, ah, family harmony and healing. First, I'd like to just share with you that I have had so many challenges with my family. My family have been my greatest teachers. There's no question about that. I think I've been my greatest teacher, but my family has definitely helped me. My grandparents, my parents, and my precious brother, my younger brother. And when I started my spiritual journey in my mid-twenties, I was in so much denial about how I really felt. I was so shut down just about the only thing I could feel was anger and I felt a lot of anger and I can tell you sad to say but I ruined so many holidays 
particularly Thanksgivings. Uh, my birthday is Thanksgiving time. My mom went into labor with me after Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, this year my birthday is uh, the day after Thanksgiving. My birthday is often on the day of Thanksgiving, the day before, the day after. It's always at Thanksgiving time, always. And so uh, I have found that there's just been so many triggers around my birthday and Thanksgiving that I would literally just ruin Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner for the whole family. I would get upset and people wouldn't listen to me or have compassion for me and then I would just explode in a rage and I would do everything I could do to literally ruin the day for everyone and I would be successful. And of course that behavior created, my brother really just totally disliked me and uh, I, I don't know that he likes me now, I know that he loves me, but um, we and we get along fine now, but it that took a lot of concentrated effort on my part to just get to the point where we get along fine because he uh, he still has not forgiven me for that, uh, but I don't feel it too intensely anymore. And I've actually spent a huge amount of time with my brother, his wife, and kids in the last year. And, uh, and we don't fight at all, hardly, anymore. We really don't have any challenges. We don't we used to dig at each other and poke each other and have a fight every day we were together. But uh, it's been years since that was so, many years. So I'm grateful for all the family healing I've had. And I also would like to emphasize that I proved in my family that one person with a commitment to love, to being loving, to holding the high watch, to holding the space for the entire family to heal is all that's needed. You become the fulcrum point for spirit to move through you. And because all minds are joined, if you release your judgments and opinions about the members of your family, they will shift and change. They have to, because all minds are joined. This is the teaching of A Course in Miracles, that our function in this world is to wake up. We are choosing the atonement for ourselves. So what does that mean? If you're new to A Course in Miracles, it might not be clear to you what choosing the atonement for yourself really means. So accepting the atonement for yourself is accepting and having the full realization that there never was a separation from God, there never could be, there never will be, there never was. That's the atonement. And we're all going to get there. We're all on our way. We're doing it together. And what A Course in Miracles directs us to do is to save time through spiritual practice. The number one tool in our spiritual practice is forgiveness. What is forgiveness? How do you get to forgiveness? Forgiveness literally is releasing the attachment to the meaning that you made of it that is completely false. So let's say something happened. Like me, I ruined Thanksgiving dinner. I made it a living hell for everyone in my family. I made them wish I was never born and that they didn't even know me. I ruined everything a number of times. So forgiveness is having no opinion or judgment about that anymore, releasing the meaning I made of it. So, as you might imagine, for a long time I felt guilty and ashamed. I certainly felt, especially if I did it 
After I started my spiritual studies, I felt spiritually stupid. I felt out of control. I frightened myself. I would feel that it was other people's fault, not my fault, that I got so upset. Because every time I got so upset at Thanksgiving, it was because I still held the judgments and the opinions, the false beliefs about the hurts and the upsets from the past. And they hadn't been healed. And I would get so afraid that they were never going to be healed. I would get so afraid that they would just keep repeating themselves and people would just keep hurting me in the same ways. That people would never understand me. That they would never get me. And I was terrified that I would ruin Thanksgiving dinner again, ruin my relationships, make them worse, that I would never get the love I wanted, that it wasn't possible, that I was unloving, uh, unlovable, unworthy, bad, wrong, stupid, uh, ugly, uh, internally ugly. All these things were wrapped up in that fear. Just massive fear. All because of these ancient hurts that had never healed. So how did I express the fear about the hurts? Anger. Rage. Rage. Uncontrollable rage. I literally would just be uncontrollable. Out of my mind. And my mind is sharp. And so was my tongue. I have uh, a huge amount of Scorpio in the pattern that I chose for my life. <laughs> so I get to heal that. So the scorpion, the scorpion feels threatened. What does it do? It does not run away. The Scorpio prepares to attack. Not to defend, but to attack. And the Scorpio, if truly threatened, will just attack first and ask questions later. In fact, the Scorpio is deadly. So the Scorpio is willing, the Scorpion rather, is willing to kill the threat, the possible threat, the perceived threat, without taking names or asking questions. And that's really how I used to operate. So... I have had healing that was not even imaginable to me before because I don't feel like there's something wrong with me anymore. I don't feel bad anymore and I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel guilty. I don't feel any of that anymore. Now I still sometimes can be a little snarky if I feel that people are actively working against me. And I do experience that sometimes, that people are actively working against me. Um, I don't experience it in my family anymore, though. Nope, not with my family. Now, in my family, we had a bunch of patterns, really intense negative patterns. And I took responsibility for those patterns in my family. Yes, I did. And that brought me miraculous healing. And that's what I'm going to share about when we come back from the break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're walking the talk, we're living the love, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Ah, 
I'm Jennifer Hadley. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me. Our topic this week is Family Healing and Harmony. So glad to be joining with you today. I am in Baja, Mexico, where I have the joyful privilege of preparing for our Living a Course of Miracles Winter Getaway Retreat in March with John Mundy, Regina Dawn Akers, David Hoffmeister, Maria Felipe, myself, and more. And uh, this is an absolutely spectacular location for a healing retreat, which is what we're planning for you. And this location is, I swear to you, there's a very peaceful energy vortex. And um, the indigenous people know that this land is really uh, a very sacred place. At least it feels that way to me. And talking with some of the locals, there's definitely a a powerful energy here. Jacques Cousteau, this was one of his favorite places. He called it the Aquarium of the World, This uh, where the Laredo Islands are, where we are. It's absolutely spectacular. The marine life is spectacular. So um, (laughs) we're going to have such a good time. And uh, the whole atmosphere at the resort is just pristine and beautiful. The food is delicious. So we've created a wonderful environment for you. And, you know, one of the things I have to say is because of my spiritual practice and the work that I do, I feel totally worthy of being able to enjoy and experience these beautiful places. I really don't have any interest in traveling, although Spirit has got me traveling right now. I really would prefer to stay in one place, and i got to tell you, I'd like to stay here for a few months. Um, Seriously, uh, it's so nice here. It's just, oh, it's paradise. But I feel worthy of whatever Spirit's giving me now, and I, even though... It wouldn't be my preference to move around a lot. I definitely feel worthy of the the gifts of connections with other people. I feel worthy of being able to share what I've learned. And I feel worthy of the love of my family now. I feel worthy of the forgiveness that I've received from my family for the ways I used to behave. I feel worthy of all of that because of my spiritual practice. So spiritual practice is restorative. It's healing. That's why I like to do healing retreats where we do a deep healing, nourishing spiritual practice together. We pray practice the principles together, we practice non-judgment together, and we practice playing and having fun together. And believe me, when I started my spiritual practice, I was not even remotely capable of participating in something like that, never mind leading it. So this is what compels me to share so much, is I see such a huge contrast in my life, the way it used to be, and the way it is now. And by the way, if you're interested in anything that I offer, uh, most of, well, half of what I offer, at least, is free. So if you search for Jennifer Hadley at iTunes, you can find hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours of free downloads that you can make use of there. Every day I offer a free prayer, free inspirational writing, and I share from my own experience and what I am learning. I call it my daily shot of spiritual espresso, and I send my prayer for today with it each and every day. And also, uh, you can go to acimretreat.com, acimretreat.com, to learn about this retreat. And I know it's been a long time coming, and I know you've heard me say this many times, but we're we're actually finishing the A Course in Miracles app. I just didn't have the bandwidth to finish it, and now I do. So I'm finishing up the app. I'm really hoping uh, that it'll be ready in uh, uh, certainly before Christmas. So if you go to ACIM app, A-P-P, A-C-I-M-A-P-P dot com, you can um, register there, and as soon as it's ready, we'll let you know.
All right. So, as promised before the break, I'm going to talk with you about the changes in my family and share with you the amazing healing that I've experienced in my family. So, my family had a pattern of being controlling and manipulative. Every way that it was possible to be controlling and manipulative. And um, also, in my family, we had patterns of snarkiness, sarcasm, um, and... You know, my parents are very smart people. My mom uh, made her transition in 2008. Um, my parents, very, very smart, very well-educated people, but not emotionally intelligent. You know, really just not emotionally intelligent. So they grew up with parents who loved them, but also were controlling and manipulative. Now, I learned, oh, when you love people, you're controlling and manipulative. And I, also being a very smart cookie, I thought, I made the meaning of my family experience that to be controlling and manipulative is smart, and it's also loving. Of course, it's neither. (laughs) It was so wrong. But I also, out of my deep insecurity and my feeling that there was something terribly, heinously, obviously wrong with me, I thought that it was the best use of my intelligence to be the most controlling, the most manipulative member of my family. So that was my plan of attack. That was my plan of defending myself and protecting myself. So, of course, Miracles Lesson 135, if I defend myself, I'm attacked, uh, which is also the same lesson. It's the longest lesson in the workbook, 135. Uh, Paragraph 18 is the one I quote almost every week. What could you not accept if you but knew that everything, all circumstances, events, situations, occurrences, every little darn thing in your life was gently planned by one whose only purpose is your good, uh, is in paragraph 18 of Lesson 135. And also in Lesson 135 is that beautiful teaching, A Healed Mind Does Not Plan. Now, obviously, I'm here in Baja planning the Living a Course in Miracles winter getaway retreat. I'm planning all the fun in the sun and all the healing activities and things that we're going to be doing. So I'm doing a lot of planning. I uh, have my year-long Masterful Living course that starts January 1st. Believe me, I'm doing some planning. I, <laughs> I'm i uh, getting ready for my Stop Playing Small class. I'm doing some planning. I'm always doing some planning. A healed mind does not plan. That really means this. You have no attachment to your plan. You have no attachment to your plan. We're all planning. You know, we go to the grocery store. We plan meals for days, right? That's... But when you have an attachment to something, that's what causes the issue. So we make plans without attachment. Now, my mind was always attached to controlling and manipulating, thinking my plan was the best. So one of the most powerful shifts and changes that happened for me in my healing was I made the decision to stop being controlling and manipulative. In order to stop being controlling and manipulative, I had to release the judgments and opinions. Because as long as I held on to the judgments and opinions, I couldn't stop being controlling and manipulative. 
because it would have been excruciating to consciously, and it was, because when I first started, I still had all the judgments and opinions, and I was just trying to stop acting from them. But then I realized it took me a long time. This is why I sometimes talk about feeling spiritually stupid. Because for a long time I felt like, you know what, I do believe it's possible to wake up in the illusion. I do believe it's possible to follow what Jesus said. And as he said, even more shall you do. I, okay, I believe in Jesus. But not for me. I just, man, I'm a slacker. I'm resistant, I'm reluctant, I keep making the same mistakes over and over again, I can't stop being controlling and manipulative, I can't stop judging, blah, 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 blah. I had all those thoughts, believe me, for years and years I had all those thoughts, but I don't have them anymore. That's why I feel compelled to share. Because there's very specific tools and tips that were given to me, I applied them. They were given to me by spirit in my mind. My own understanding of the Course of Miracles workbook teachings. So I work the workbook every day. And I've been working it from long before I found the workbook. Because these teachings were given to me in my mind and I started working them. That's why I focus on living A Course in Miracles because that's the practice that has changed my life. It's living these teachings. And if you're interested in using these tools that I'm sharing, my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class, if you're ready, for, if you're ready to get real and you'd like to do it with support from me, weekly calls with me, get in my Finding Freedom class. So you can start whenever you want. You work the curriculum. It's a self-study course like A Course of Miracles, but you've got weekly calls with me where you can ask me any question you like. And then my Masterful Living class starts January 1st. That's my year-long class. Um, so this is what happened for me in my family is I decided to stop judging myself and to stop judging them in order to stop being controlling and manipulative because I realized that being controlling and manipulative is not loving. When my family was controlling and manipulative with me, I did not feel loved. I did not feel appreciated. I did not feel cared for. It was so upsetting to me. That's why I used to get so angry was because I felt them telling me they loved me but trying to control and manipulate me and I couldn't stand it. I also would get so angry because no matter what I did I was always rejecting the love. I couldn't stand it because I didn't feel worthy of it. Because I was so unloving I did not feel worthy of people's love, God's love, God's love flowing through people did not feel worthy of it. It was brutal for me. Absolutely brutal. Oh, so glad that's over. Because I was constantly repeating the pattern of feeling unworthy feeling unworthy, I would create upset, drama, and trauma in my family. I would provoke people to get very, very angry with me. I would reach out, attack them, hurt them, consciously intending to hurt them, so that they would reciprocate, and then I would feel unworthy all over again. I was on that hamster wheel. And for me, it felt like a quagmire. It felt like quicksand. It felt like, uh, I think really the best way to describe it is, it felt like a whirlpool sucking me down. I felt I could never get out of it. And yet, I made the decision 
that I was going to get out of it. I was making that my number one objective for my whole life. And more and more I began to dedicate myself to simply being loving and forgiving. I made the decision to forgive everything and everyone in all directions of time and space. I decided to forgive everything known and unknown, everything felt and not felt, everything seen and not seen, everything understood and not understood. And I decided to do it because I realized that not forgiving was blocking my ability to harvest the learning from my experiences. And by not harvesting the learning from my experiences, I was doomed to repeat them. And I was so sick of repeating them. And I was so exhausted from putting my family through it again and again and again. A Course in Miracles says, right in Chapter 1, Section 2, Atonement and Miracles, Paragraph 6. You respond to what you perceive, and as you perceive, so shall you behave. So, I perceived that I was unworthy, bad, that there was something wrong with me. And I perceived my family as attacking me, controlling and manipulating and that they were the enemy and I was so confused because I also felt that they were the only source of love and I wanted the love so I was deeply confused it says here the golden rule which is the, the golden rule is in every religion the golden rule says it asks you to do unto others as you would have done unto you. This means that the perception of both must be accurate. The golden rule is the rule for appropriate behavior. You cannot behave appropriately unless you perceive correctly. So I got this. I, this came into my awareness. I'm not perceiving correctly. Therefore, I'm not behaving correctly. I'm not being loving because I'm not perceiving correctly. So it says, since you and your neighbor, and our families are our neighbors, so love your neighbor as yourself. Since you and your neighbor are equal members of one family, there's only one family. God has one family. And God has one son. So we have the mother-father-God presence. And my understanding, father-God, divine will, mother-God, divine love, they join together, they produce one child, one son. That is the son of God, which is the Christ presence, which is what we are. Since you and your neighbor are equal members of one family, as you perceive both, so will you do to both. You should look out from the perception of your own holiness to the holiness of others. So this is our divine opportunity to recognize that all are worthy of love. All are worthy of our true identity. This is our holy opportunity to share this year during the holiday season with our family. Let us decide to do that without equivocation. Let us make that the holy purpose of our life. So I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, 
with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Our topic this week is Family Healing and Harmony for the Holidays. Next week, my guests will be Gary Renard, Cindy Renard, and her mother, her sister, and her brother-in-law. The whole family practicing A Course in Miracles are going to tell us what it's like. And uh, I've heard Gary sharing on the Greek retreat, the Living A Course in Miracles Greek retreat that we did in September. He was sharing about how his family Thanksgiving has changed uh, now that he's married to Cindy in in a family of ACIM students. And uh, I I love this family. I've uh, known them for years now, and I'm really happy to have them uh, on the show. And uh, right now, I'm preparing for the Baja Mexico Retreat, the Living A Course in Miracles Winter Getaway Retreat, and uh, with uh, David Hoffmeister, Regina Don Akers, John Mundy, Maria Felipe, Felipe, myself, and more. We're going to have such a good time. It is so beautiful here. It's a great resort. It's a real resort with a spa and the whole nine yards (laughs) it's great so I'm excited to share that and I'm excited to share this family healing that I've had because one of the things I can honestly say to you that is so miraculous I really proved that this works I proved God works because in my family what I witnessed was not only did I really start to shift and change and it was noticeable and my family began to treat me differently I began to have fewer and fewer arguments and upsets I began to be less and less provocative and uh, stopped ruining the holidays for everybody and was able to really be a beneficial presence in my family and what I noticed is that my parents their relationship with each other improved my brother and his wife their relationship improved I noticed that uh, the relationship between my parents and my sister-in-law improved there were so many improvements in all the family relationships and I really I don't take credit for it but I recognize that Everything in my life has changed because I've changed my mind about everything in my life. So I have literally proved the teachings of A Course in Miracles. And over the years, particularly people who have become close to me through taking the Finding Freedom class, through taking the Masterful Living class, and through taking the Living A Course in Miracles classes that I offer, people have shared with me profound healings in their marriages, in their relationships with their parents, in their relationships with their children, with their siblings, and with themselves. So, What I invite you to do this Thanksgiving is to make the decision that you are going to be the healing fulcrum point in your family. This is a divine opportunity. So if there's anything that you don't like about the way your family relates to each other, if there's anything that you don't like about the way that you relate to your family, the way they relate to you, take total responsibility for it, right? This is A Course in Miracles, page 448. I'm responsible for what I see, the responsibility for sight section. I'm responsible for what I see. Everything is just how I wish it would be. So perception is projection this is a course of miracles 101 so we take responsibility without judgment without blame without shame 
How do we do that? We join with the Holy Spirit. We join with our elder brother, Jesus. 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 <laughs> That's funny. It's like joy. That's what I felt. I felt the joy word coming through. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm not going off on that tangent because it's much more important for me to share this because people who do this have miraculous healing. They become the miraculous healing point in their family. So love is the healer. You can't have healing in your family without love. And I recognize that sometimes we don't love the members of our family. So we don't have to like them. We don't have to enjoy them. But if we can open our heart and mind to allow God to love them through us. That's what I learned to, to do in all areas of my life. And I literally, when confronted with someone that I didn't feel loving towards, in my mind, I would say this. You are of God. All is one. You are of God. You are here to bless me. And I am willing to receive the blessings of God through you. And I am willing to be the blessing of God for you. We are one. And so I began to practice that golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. And do unto others as you would have done unto you because what you do to others will be done to you. This is how we learn. So I became committed to being compassionate. You can't be compassionate and judgmental at the same time. Somebody recently asked me, uh, very. I got a sarcastic email that said, Do you think Jesus is proud of you? For I think it was for making so much money off his teachings. Uh, which, by the way, I... Honestly, I tithe almost every, every, every bit of money that I don't need to just meet my expenses, I tithe back to the power of men, love ministry. I really do. Uh, because I'm much more interested in making this Course of Miracles app, offering free classes, uh, hiring more staff, paying the staff more to offer you the best service that I can. Because these teachings mean everything to me. I don't need to buy a house and, and accumulate things in this world, which is why Spirit guided me to give up my home and not have a home. I do have a few things in storage uh, because it made more sense than to get rid of them, but I gave away most of my furnishings to charity and, and uh, most of my books and things. That was my guidance. And I can only do that and live that way because I live these teachings and I feel good about it. I've proven it to myself. There's so much freedom and so much joy in living these precious, precious teachings. Studying them does not equal living them. The study of them is to comprehend them so that you can apply them. That's why I love offering classes and retreats and workshops so that people become inspired and motivated to finally live them. That's where the miracle happens. The miracle is love. So when we're able to be loving in our daily practice, then the healing happens in our heart. So I stopped looking for my family to do anything for me. I stopped looking for my family to stop their being controlling and manipulative and argumentative and snarky and sarcastic and judgmental towards me. I let what they were doing 
be my opportunity to recognize the cry for love and to respond with compassion. And my whole family had a healing. And we're still healing because I'm still healing. I'm not always 100% loving. I'm not always 100% compassionate. But when I am, I recognize my error and then I'm loving and compassionate with myself. And that is my healing. Because I'm still healing false beliefs and patterns of negativity. This is the focus of my life. So every class that I offer, every radio broadcast, everything that I'm offering, every retreat, is an opportunity for me to practice. So every day I get triggered and then I open my heart to the healing, to the power of love. Why is love the only healer that we have? It's because love is what we are. So when we choose to love and to be loved, to be in the flow of love, then we're in the flow of miraculous healing. So this holiday season, take total responsibility for every healing opportunity that you see. Become vigilant. If you'd like to be masterful, first you have to become a devotee. Jesus tells us over and over again in Course in Miracles, your willingness to invite the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting is all that's necessary. Do that and it will be done unto you. So let's practice that with dedication and devotion and take every opportunity that comes our way. Instead of being upset that we're upset, let us be grateful for the opportunity to practice, to be the one who's changing their mind so that all minds are healed. This is our holy opportunity, and we place our hand on our heart now, and we declare that we are wholeheartedly available to be that healing fulcrum point in our family this holiday season. We thank God for the divine opportunity to recognize the truth that sets us free, to live it, to walk it, not just to talk it. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we allow our healing, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. I love you. I thank God for you. And I'll be with you again next week. Blessings from Baja.